Mm. Mm. Travis is like, oh god, my day is not getting any better. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 139th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Travis. Steve, I was going to keep my intro joke short. I was just going to go, Trose, what's going on? But but today has just been a series, a Lemony Snicket series of misunderstandings. <laughs> Of misfortunate events or whatever it's called. I woke up almost late for class, and then as I just randomly threw on clothes so that I would be able to get in class on time, I realized that I just put on all black. So I look like I'm in mourning for something, which I'm not. Phone out I had two papers due this week that I didn't know about. So today's just not been going my way, so I'm just not upbeat enough to, to make the joke, Trose, how's it going? And now you're stuck on this lousy show, so, so it, here, here I am. Yeah. It hasn't gotten any better. No. No, it hasn't. Uh, uh, well, I, I feel for your events, but uh, that delightful giggle you heard as Travis was mourning about his day uh, was Will's voice. But yeah. <laughs> not, not that will though. Totally not that not will. That Different will. will. The original will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah OG yeah. will. <laughs> will classic. Oh, it's good to be back, you guys. <laughs> will, it's been it's Will with one L. Will yes. it's Will yes. with one L. It's been so long. Can you so refresh long. some of our newer listeners of who you are? Okay. <laughs> who so... are you? Why are you here? <laughs> It's been so long. It's been like 30 episodes. No, longer than that. The last time I was like a regular co-host, it was like episode 40 or something like that. <laughs> and, then, and then like I went down to the majesty of Vanilla Leaf. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your boat sank. It's, uh, yeah. 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 I, I blame Travis. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> that is my fault. It was, it was an elaborate scheme. An usurpation. Usurpation? Mm-hmm. No, so I was I was one of the the old uh, regular co-hosts, like post the Stephen Aaron heavy days, but pre Travis Kenny, um, and uh, that was the last time I was a regular co-host. I've been a couple since then. You I refer have, to yeah, it as uh, Silver Age. <laughs> the Silver Age. The can the Johto Age. Silver Age. <laughs> Stephen Aaron. Uh, being that's gold. good. You got you got to yeah, yeah. and then. Everything after that is the Bronze Age. Everything's just going downhill. It's trying. No, no, no. That's what happened. You and and Kenny were the gritty '80s years. You guys are the Dark Knight (laughs) Return years. (laughs) (laughs) These are the flaws you have with the show running for a hundred and almost forty episodes, uh, which 
which 140, we're going to have a very special show. Uh, Logan, who won our Facebook contest contest to be on the show, uh, we are doing a whole show dedicated to uh, IVs and our opinions on IVs and how I hate IVs. Uh, but I will save all that for next episode, which Travis will be on and Logan, and I believe yeah. David will also be on. So uh, you only get Will for this episode, and then he's gone forever again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Most likely. Um, <laughs> but we have a, a pretty news-heavy show for you guys this week. Uh, we didn't have an episode last week, and I apologize for that. Mostly my fault. Uh, I was still fixing the website and getting everyone on board. We have a lot of new editors and some artists and stuff. And if you go to PokemonPodcast.com, you can see for the last... Uh, Last two weeks, we've posted an article pretty much every single day. If not, some days have two articles. Uh, and we started running exclusive articles again for you guys, which we haven't done in, in quite a while. Uh, but with uh, with that being said, this is going to be a news-heavy show. And we are probably pretty much going to focus all on that. And we have a whole bunch of news that actually is coming from our site for once. And we don't have to pull from other Pokemon sites. <laughs> Uh, so let's just jump right into the news. Uh, the first bit of news is pretty short, uh, but I think it's pretty cool uh, just because it shows the impact of what Pokemon has had uh, in the gaming industry uh, the last month or so here. So uh, the new app update for Twitch came out, Twitch 3.0. And uh, obviously, I think we all know Twitch. It's uh, where it's like YouTube, but for video games. And mm -hmm. uh, it is what Twitch Plays Pokemon is streamed on. Hearthstone is streamed and Halo 3 and LOL. Is that what they call it? LOL. LOL. Is that what the cool kids call it, Travis? I think the cool kids call it, I've never heard of that nerd thing. Oh, not League of Legends or anything like that? Ew. Well, if it's any, all my friends call it LOL, so if it's an indication, no, the cool kids do not call it LOL. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. Um, but in the Twitch 3.0 app, if you search for anything and uh, if, if nothing comes up, the app will actually tell you that you should consult Helix Fossil, perhaps. That is hilarious. I've, and I think, yeah, I think it's absolutely hilarious. I think it's super funny. Um, Would you say that it's an apt app? <laughs> an apt app? I mean, I, I would go so far as saying that that pun is super effective. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, everybody. See you next time. <laughs> See you guys later. Uh, in all seriousness, <laughs> even, even if you didn't like Twitch played Pokemon or for whatever reason you didn't get into it, uh, it is clear that uh, it was a big impact on Twitch as a whole and the gaming industry. Uh, it did make it to the number one most watched channel, beating LOL and Dota and all that other stuff for quite a while. And it was cool that uh, Twitch was able to put this little Easter egg into their app. Uh, so it seems like they liked it as much as the um, billions of people who also watched and liked Twitch Plays Pokemon. Well, I'm sure they loved all the free publicity and the uh, the ad money, too, yeah, that came along with they it. They were just printing money during yeah. that. I, I guess they still are because Twitch Plays Pokemon is still in like the top five on Twitch mm -hmm. for the last month here. Um, we got some more Twitch news uh, a little bit. Uh, later, but uh, some other news on our site is the voice of Act Ash Ketchum, the original voice, Veronica Taylor, is going to be at C2E2. 
And now, so, how how very hard are you going to try to stalk her and get her at your panel, Steve? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm not really like uh, I don't chase popular people or celebrities anymore. That was like, uh, and I'll tell you why. That was so 2008. Yeah, that was <laughs> really. I mean, there, there's probably lots of reasons why, but I, I think the biggest turnoff was uh, when I saw Will Wheaton at Gen Con. And prior to seeing him at last year at Gen Con, I was like super into like tabletop and I liked him a lot in Star Trek. And I still like do. Like, he's a really cool guy. Uh, but he always has like this motto of, uh, don't be a dick. And I don't think he sticks to that very well because <laughs> after I met him in person, it was just like, you don't follow your own slogan that you tell everyone. And it was just like, I don't know why I'm so, I was so obsessed with you. Not that I was like stalker obsessed yeah. with him, but like, I like the stuff he does and I still do, do like the stuff he does, but it was kind of like a, you're just another person that puts out content and you're very popular and Awesome. Will, but, we, like, Will Wheaton is he, actually a listener of this show. And he's gonna he is it. clearly the inferior Will, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> he also has one L, Will. How does it yes. make you feel? Uh, I don't like the fact that I can't Google myself without including my last name. Because if you search for just Will, like, he's, he's the only thing that comes up. So That's it. I cut off Travis, though. Um, I guess, like... You're gonna get a scathing iTunes review from Will Wheat. It's all that I'm <laughs> really what this is coming down to. Um, and I'm not trying to put any hate, but like after that kind of moment, it's like I would rather spend my time just doing my own thing and like enjoying myself instead of like trying to say hi to somebody or like trying to meet up with somebody to almost be disappointed. So it's whatever. Mm. I'm sure Veronica Taylor is a very nice person. <laughs> and if I see her, I would definitely try to say hi to her, but I wouldn't like follow her around and wait for that opportunity or I wouldn't wait in line. That's another thing like I don't like to do. Like if there's like an hour line to meet somebody, like yeah. no thank you. I have a hundred other things I would rather be doing than wait in line and hang out. So that's not my thing. Really the whole point I was trying to make <laughs> besides dissing Will Wheaton, which I apologize Will Wheaton, I know you love her show, is <laughs> I wouldn't ever wait in line for somebody's autograph. That's really the the whole moral of my story. Yeah. Will, what's this about you having like the inside scoop? Well, so the the funny thing is that uh, I can't remember if he's ever been on the show or if you're, but one of my friends, uh, my roommate, is partially responsible for this of her being at C two E two. What happened is uh, he went, he got to go out to L A for the premiere of John DiMaggio's documentary. I know that voice. It's all about okay. voice actors, yep. and um, and he got really into it. And he got uh, you know contact information for all these people. Like he, he was just hanging out with like Rob Paulson, uh, John DiMaggio, obviously uh, Jim Cummings, like like the who's who of voice actors. Yeah, uh, for animation, and um, he was really excited about it. And uh, he actually got in contact with the C two E two people about uh, wanting to put together um, a voice actors panel. For C2E2, because like um, at this point, I don't know if everybody's seen it, but there's a great uh, video you can find on YouTube of like the Emerald City Comic Con uh, in Seattle, and they got like six or seven voice actors to read the script of Star Wars, and it's amazing. And they do a similar thing like that at some of the New York Comic Cons, um, but the Midwest conventions don't get any of that because no voice actors live here. Yeah. Um, so the C2E2 people and trying to, in taking that suggestion, 
from my friend who was also attempting to get some of the California people here for the convention. Yeah. Um, got not only Veronica Taylor, they also have, um, oh goodness, what's her name? Name escapes me, but the, the woman who voices uh, Ahsoka Tano on Clone Wars and a couple other people coming to this. But oh, so, nerdy people. Yeah, yeah. But, but that is that? her name. That is, yeah. Yeah, 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 people. That's you got it. You can IMD beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why Veronica Taylor was more inept to come to C two E two. Then that's that's why she's coming. There's little little seed planted by my roommate. Now uh, she, I didn't know this until uh, somebody wrote up the article. Uh, Travis, not not this Travis, our other Travis. Wait, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> not this Travis. Sit- since when? Uh, Are you trying to replace me? Yeah, how's it feel? Yeah, see, we, <laughs> at least your doppelganger spells his name differently. <laughs> There's only one way to spell Travis. How do you know that the, our writer Travis doesn't spell his S with a dollar sign like Kesha? I'm looking at this person's. <laughs> Like moniker right now on my computer screen. There, you know what, Travis Parton? If you think if you think you can take my job, then I've got I've got a few words for you. You Turkish derb. I thought that by the time I said that, I would have thought of the few words <laughs> I would have said to Travis Parton, but I I didn't. So I guess you get my job. <laughs> uh, I almost lost my train of thought. Uh, so Veronica Taylor uh, not only does Ash's voice before she was replaced, uh, but she also did uh, Miss Ketchum uh, mm-hmm. and May as well. Now, yep. w- w- when was she replaced in the Diamond and Pearl? I think it was uh, I forget, but it's when it swamped between four kids and the other and the new one, right? Yeah. I think I want to say that was Diamond and Pearl. I could be wrong. I think it was Diamond Pearl. Nothing can stop you, Diamond and Pearl. Okay, so, um, she she is the voice of Ash in one of the Diamond and Pearl movies, but not all of them. So it has to be at some point during Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Okay, that would make that would make the most sense. Um, yeah. So she's going to be at C two E two. It says that uh, it, according to our website, which is the most official Pokemon website out there, uh, she's going to be there all all three days. Uh, we will be there at C2E2, we meaning me and whoever else is going to be there. Uh, <laughs> me and whoever else is going to be there. I, I have a panel, uh, What You Didn't Know About Pokemon, on Sunday, uh, April 27th, and it is at 1.30 to 2.30. It's an hour long. Uh, it will be me pretty much rambling about uh, what you don't know about Pokemon, but probably you know more than I do about Pokemon, so I will attempt to blow people's minds, but... That is probably pretty low on uh, my ability to do so, but it should be a fun panel. Uh, we had like 180 people last year sit down and watch me speak about stuff. So uh, hopefully C2E2 gives us an even bigger room so we can fill that as well. Um, I, I think Travis said you couldn't make it. Yeah, it's probably going to just be MGC for me. MGC, Midwest Gaming Classic, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But I know... Uh, Will with one L. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be there. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll be at C2E to the whole weekend. I can't make it to MGC, though, this year, unfortunately, again. 
Yeah. Man, I, I'm I'm so poor this year, yeah. you guys. Well, <laughs> it's unfortunate that those shows are so close together every year. Yeah, yeah. that that's what makes it difficult. So. I know that's how a lot of people are doing one show over the other, but both are good shows. So I don't feel like if uh, if you can't come to one, you like you're messing out on the other. They're both equally good. And uh, I haven't been to C two E two, but in terms of, but I think like it's safe to say that if you were coming just for us, then MGC is probably a better bet because you'll have more time to like yeah chat it up. That is true. That is true. But wow. if you were coming just generally for fun, C2E2 is going to be the better convention, even though I haven't been to C2E2 is amazing. I'm usually, I'm usually pretty stressed, though, during Midwest Gaming Classic. And we then, can chat it up with me, though. <laughs> so just chat with Travis if you're there. Um, <laughs> that's usually the problem, is like something goes yeah. on the night before, and I'm like, I get two hours of sleep, and then I have to run, run the room. But uh, I'm very prepared this year, so I don't think that's going to happen. Very prepared. Uh, speaking of very prepared, our Pokemans, the things we talk about, are preparing or have prepared to be the official mascot of the Japanese 2014 World Cup. <laughs> Saw that. Which is pretty cool. That is yeah. pretty cool. Um, so uh, Pikachu and a couple other Pokemon uh, ranging from Gen 1 to Gen 6 uh, will all be... We're, are all wearing the little blue jerseys that uh, Japan represents, samurai blue jerseys. And uh, Nintendo and Adidas actually came to an agreement to do this little sponsorship, obviously because Adidas provides these uniforms. But uh, I didn't know ja- J- Japan participated in the World Cup, and uh, or they're making it there, and Pikachu's the mascot. So overall, that's really cool. And if I knew more about soccer... Or f- football, football, as they call it. I could probably give you more insight. I'm looking at this this art they put together for it. Up, yeah. And if there, there is any Pokemon that is like ready for football match, it's Pancham. <laughs> you think so? He kind of has like stubby legs. Well, but he, I mean, he, he, like, he looks look most at his ready. face. That's true. Froakie's falling asleep. Because yeah. Froakie's the best. Froakie <laughs> doesn't even need to be awake so, to be wrecking you at the game of soccer football. Football so now, soccer. So now for Bulbasaur, is he a what? Because he, he's on all fours. Is that all four feet? Or all, is that fair game? Better question is, do is vine whips count as hands? Ooh, that is a good question. Yeah. Do you notice that uh, in this picture, which I love this art, by the way, um, but do you notice that it's all Gen 1 and Gen 6? There's no in between? Yeah, after I said that initial Gen 1 through Gen 6, it yeah. should have just been Gen 1 and Gen 6. Yeah, it's it's the Gen 1 starters, Pikachu and Meowth, and then the Gen 6 starters and a couple other randoms of Panchan and Helioptile and whatever that Tiger Cub is called, I forget. I'm surprised they, they didn't have like a Piplup in there. Piplup usually gets a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He feels Lit Leo. Speaking. Lit Leo, thank you. I'm still stuck on our Vine Whip's hands. <laughs> well, I mean, is it legal? Let's be honest here. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Bulbasaur can be the goalie. Well, then aren't yeah. the Vine Whip's legal then? <laughs> Goalies can use their hands, so yeah. What if, like, P- 
Pika- well, like if Squirtle is a goalie, is it legal to use water again? Why is there not a Pokemon football game? <laughs> is the better question. <laughs> Pokemon Strikers. The Pokemon American football. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Not that. Switch back to soccer. Um, I was uh, at the Toys R Us the other day. And the reason I'm saying this is because uh, I bought a giant Piplup at Toys R Us. Very mm-hmm. big. Takes mm-hmm. up, I would say, 90% of my couch. Oh, God. Probably not 90%, but I mean, it's big. That's, You've got a pretty big couch, though, too, dude. <laughs> that, that is true. It's probably as big as my cat. Let's put it like that. All right. So my cat is actually a lion. And to put that <laughs> in the scale of my couch. Uh, so I bought this giant Piplup. And uh, as I'm in the Pokemon aisle looking at Pokemon toys, uh, a mom just starts talking to me because her kid's running up and down, uh, jammering about Fennekin and Chespin and Pikachu and Eevee. And so not Froakie. So this child is the worst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no. A very nice kid. So she just starts talking to me and asks me if I'm into Pokemon, stuff like that. I tell her yes, blah, blah, blah. I follow it, go card games, stuff like that. Tell her my life story. I end up being in Target, not Target, Toys R Us for over an hour with this woman. You forced up this lady. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> um and I don't really know why I'm telling the story. Probably just because uh, it was cool that I was able to connect with a complete stranger about Pokemon. And I bought a giant Piplup. That's the end of my story. <laughs> cool. I have nothing else. More interesting. Actually, not more interesting. Our next bit of news is there is a Twitch Plays Pokemon Flappy Bird app. Uh, whereas instead of being uh, said Flappy Bird, you are Bird Jesus, which is... Uh, Pidgeotto, or Pidgeot, I guess, because it evolved. And then if you get, I believe, to 100 pipes or whatever you have to pass, you can unlock Zapdos to fly. I don't know if any of you are in the Flappy Bird phase, but there's a... So are are Twitch plays Pokemon and Flappy Bird just like the Harlem Shake at this point? (laughs) Like, are we just... I think think Flappy Bird died about two weeks ago and yeah th- this this app has really uh been late to the party yeah but it's still cool i guess yeah well i mean they're they're running ads and they want you to pay like a dollar or two dollars to remove the ad so obviously it's a quick cash in off of it's like a fad that cashed in on another fad yeah i'm sure they made if, money though i wonder if they've uh because because they don't call it pidgeot or they don't call it zapdos they call it Bird Jesus and what is it? Double AJ or something like that for Zapdos? Uh, yeah. Double AJ, yeah. I, I wonder if the, if that combined with making the sprites look dissimilar enough is enough to stop the cease and desist that's inevitably coming from Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because like, you can make a Pokedex app and there was a time where Pokemon did care because yeah. obviously that led up to them releasing their own app. And mm-hmm. then... Uh, after a little bit, after the news of that settled down, people started releasing Pokedex apps again, and I don't think they really care anymore. So, I, I mean, don't like that. On, on, a, on a related note, I don't like that uh, those apps never seem to update. I've gone through two of them now because I had one before Gen Five came out that didn't update for Gen Five, so I got rid of it. And now Gen Six is out, and the app that I have hasn't updated for that. Yeah, the official Pokedex app hasn't updated either, but 
I'm still fingers crossed for that to update. Um, and they they update the Pokemon TV app a lot, so that's at least a good sign of anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's I mean that that's come and gone. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Gen three has been confirmed, and obviously we're doing Gen three for now for Twitch Plays Pokemon, so we can get to that in a little bit. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, more Twitch Plays Pokemon. There's a lot of news for us, guys. Um, AJDNNW, uh, which was Crystal Silver. What are they Crystal. called? Crystal. Crystal is the character in the game still called Crystal? Is that what? Oh, I, I, I think it's it's Ethan, isn't it? Uh, is it Ethan? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I never I never uh, played Crystal. It was a game I skipped. Um, they defeated Red. Obviously, that's why we're that's why they're on Emerald right now. But the cool the cool thing about defeating Red is when you got to the top of the mountain where Alder is. I mean, where Red is. <laughs> uh, when you get to the top of the mountain, the Red that was in there had the winning team from the first game. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, the creator of Twitch played Pokemon was able to take all the Pokemon and put them in there. So it was very cool seeing uh, Gen 2 Pokemon that they spent, I think it took them 15 days to beat. No, 13 days to beat Gen 2. It was cool to see that team that they formed fight the team from Gen 1. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. Disappointing that nicknames weren't there. Oh, they weren't? Uh, they weren't, no. It was just the standard Pidgeot and Zapdos and stuff. Uh, they He did match the levels to the the levels of that Pokemon. So, mm. like, I think when they beat the game originally, Pidgeot was at, like, level 66. But they matched it to 77 because I think that's what Red sends out as Pikachu first. Yeah. At 77. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. I think, uh, that battle had, uh, quite the amount of people watching, uh, but overall, uh, Johto was not as popular as, uh, Red and Blue. Uh, did you guys watch any of Generation 2? That's all that I watched. I didn't watch any of the first gen. Oh, you missed the first one. Yeah, so, um, and, and of course I missed them fighting Red, um, because I, it, it it happened really quickly. Like I, I saw them going up Mount Silver uh, after the first attempt to fight Red, um, but then uh, within the next twenty four hours they had beaten him. Yeah, and I I had gotten new to a trend of I was watching it for an hour or two um, in the mornings, uh, using it as background noise. Things like that was working, um, and by the time I came back the next day, uh, they had already finished. So. Yeah, I watched uh I watched them lose a couple times to red, but then I did I did miss the finale again. Now Will we didn't we Travis and I have given our inputs on Twitch Plays Pokemon. Did as you watched the second one, did you go to the subreddit or did you follow the accounts on Twitter to like kinda get all the jokes or did you just watch it without all that? Well, I I had seen enough of the jokes on Tumblr to appreciate the first one. Uh, so I knew about bird Jesus. I knew about all train Venomoth and all that good stuff. Um, and that was ultimately what made me go in to start watching uh, silver version. Also because gen two has always been my favorite. Um, and I, I, I don't read it, but I did uh, every I time read I, it. I don't read it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I did, I did check the Google doc every morning to see where we were oh, okay, and everything like yeah. that. So, 
Um, and I, enough of my friends on Tumblr were reblogging uh, posts about Twitch Plays Pokemon Red that I knew enough about what was going on. So, Got it. Uh, are any of you watching Gen 3? Is I, anyone watching Gen 3? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am, I am, hand up. Uh, Gen 3 actually uh, is, has been more popular than Gen 2 has been so far. Really? It has been. Um, I Why is that? <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that question directly. Uh, but what I can say is that the uh, creator has put in a lot of new features to Gen 3. So uh, uh, right, right now, democracy has been completely off. So the whole game that's been mm. going on for two days now straight, I think, has been all in an anarchy. Um, and there's also, uh, he implemented a Pokemon, your, your, your party at the bottom of the screen. So you can see mm -hmm. actually who's in the party without going to a Google Doc or anything to oh, look it up. Good. And you can also see if they're fainted or how much HP they have, and it updates in real time. That's cool. really good. So that's really cool. And there's more that I can talk about at Emerald. I just want to get through the news here. Um, I haven't had a chance to start watching Emerald yet because I've, I've been at work all weekend. It's but, good. It's good. Yeah. I think I think the jokes from Emerald are, are better than Silver, but or better than Crystal, but we can get to that later. Uh, yeah. There is a new 3DS XLs uh, in Japan from the Pokemon Deske Club. Some dice. Desuki? Ooh. Or something. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know that either, but uh, there are two different 3DSs, a black one and a white one with uh, Pokemon Battle Troze images on them. Uh, it looks like they are given out through a contest um, uh, and a sweepstakes run by Korokora. Uh, so... Two things to pull from this. Obviously, Korokora Cora still big and running strong to be giving out exclusive 3DS XLs. And uh, the other thing to pull from this is that uh, we will probably never see these in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. And... What's about eBay? <laughs> eBay. <laughs> uh, Pokemon still has been on track with releasing, uh, releasing soundtracks in iTunes. They have just released Diamond and Pearl Super Music Collection. I don't know if uh, you guys have been buying the soundtracks or been following them, but... Uh, I haven't gotten a single one, to be honest. <laughs> well, well, Travis, if you get this one, you get a delightful 149 tracks. I mean, they, they all have like 100 plus tracks that are like 30 seconds long. Right. Uh, so that'll just make your shuffle experience awful. Oh, it's the worst. What you're saying. It is the <laughs> worst having these albums in like all your music because there yeah. are so many tracks that like every other song is like Poke yeah. Center healed. <laughs> uh, it looks like there's only two more super music collections left, which is Pokémon Black and White and then Pokémon Black 2 and White 2. Otherwise, we'll have no music to be expecting afterwards. I think some people were upset that it was uh, Diamond and Pearl and not, what was that, Platinum? Because Platinum has a couple other songs and they're, it's not included. Never played Platinum either. I'm just a terrible Pokemon host. That's okay. When, when like the Gen 8 remake comes out, we can all get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Other bit of news is Pokemon Battle Troze was released in North America. And it is $8, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Not too bad. From so you that, got it, right, Steve? I did, yep. Do you like it? I haven't gotten it. I am a... Get it, or I don't know. <laughs> still, still on the fence, Travis? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm a big... I don't know if I'm on the fence or if I'm not on the <laughs> fence. That's how on the fence I am. Debating if you want to climb onto the fence. Uh, I'm a big puzzle fan, obviously. Very into Pokemon Puzzle League. Uh, not not even close to being the same game as Pokemon Puzzle League. Right. Let me put that out there. Uh, expectations thrown out the window when I started playing this. Uh, it's good, and I would definitely say that if you're a Pokemon fan and you have a slightest... If you like puzzle games, you should absolutely get it. And for the price, it's not bad. Um, so what's weird about it is that uh, most puzzle games, or at least Pokemon Puzzle League, you flip matching things that are right next to each other. This mm-hmm. is also how yeah. Candy Crush works, and this is also how Bejeweled works. It's kind of like Yoshi Cookie, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Uh, in this game, in Pokemon Battle Troze, you can swap two Pokemon, or two pieces, I should say, anywhere. Uh, which is a little, which is a little interesting, and it almost seems uh, unfair. Except, like once you get to like World Two, that it actually starts providing you that challenge. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to match um, three or more, either horizontally or vertically. Diagonal does not work. And by matching three or more, starting with the first Pokemon you match. So let's say you match three Froakies. Uh, that's going to do a water attack against the Pokemon on top. And then if you match three Froakies and then three Fennekin and then three more Froakies, it, it all adds to the initial match, which would have been Froakie. So it's all going to be a water attack. If you're versing more than one Pokemon, which is possible, and they introduce that later on, uh, you have to match, I believe it's five or more to be able to attack both Pokemon at the same time. Um, so you kind of have to think like if you're versing like two Pikachus and you have like Fennekin and Froakies and... Uh, like Delphoxes and Geodudes, you're going to want to try to match five Geodudes, but you might accidentally match three Fennekin before you do that, so then you start off with a fire attack, so you might want to let that fire attack go so it resets so you can start a new match. Um, So pretty much what I'm saying is the first world, which I believe is four levels, is not a good interpretation of the game because it seems like wow, this is super easy and not good at all. But once you get later on, um, you can actually choose which one Pokemon you want to come into battle with you. So if you know you're going into the Safari Zone and there's a lot of bug Pokemon, you could take, like, uh, a Charmander with you so you have more, you have a better chance of doing fire attacks to do super effective attacks against them. Um, so if you want Travis, you could always take uh, a Vanillux with you into every <laughs> round. I would appreciate that. I know. <laughs> I know you would. Uh, then there are, like, boss fights. So the first, like, set of bosses are Registeel, Regiice, Regigigas, and Regirock. That's the third one. That's the third one. Uh, so if you... Fourth one is Regi- or fourth one's Regigigas. Yeah. So if you can't defeat them fast enough, they, like, drop down into the lower screen. And then, uh... it, and then it gives you less to work with. Mm. So it's harder to do matches. Um... But overall, I think it is fantastic. I've played it for about two hours. I really like it. 
I wanted it to be more like Pokemon Puzzle League, and I, I think I like Pokemon Puzzle League more just because it's fast-paced. But I haven't tried the multiplayer yet, and I haven't gotten past World 4 yet, I believe. But they also have a Safari Day challenge where um, every day you can visit the Safari Zone once, and there are different Pokemon. So I think that's your way of trying to collect all 718, because all 718 are in the game. Oh well. Steve? Yes. Quantos mundos I in Pokemon Rose? I have How many worlds are there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh World Four, is that like the last one? No, I don't think it's it's close to being last because um the worlds open up on this little island that you can see. Mm-hmm. And so far World Four is still on the left hand of the island. And uh, I have not done any of the center island or far right of the island. Yeah. So you got a ways to go. Yeah. Now, when do you get the zero one vehicle? (laughs) (laughs) When do you start taking pictures? (laughs) When do you unlock Tracy Sketchit, a.k.a. the best character in the series? (laughs) When can you bring Diggersby with you to everyone? (laughs) Is the real question. It's also... Kinda, if you're into like, what's that Pokemon? Uh, because the Troze, like the Troze images are just their face. So like, before you go into a world, you see like four f- black faces. So you're like, ah, uh, that looks like a Pikachu, and that looks like a Paris, I think. So maybe I should bring like a rock or a fire type with me. So I'll bring like a Ponyta, and then you'll go in, and it's like, oh nope, I was totally wrong, and these are all. Water Pokemon. and That wasn't a Voltorb, it was a Jigglypuff scene <laughs> from above. Exactly. So that's kind of cool, too, is, like, trying to, like, guess which, like, five Pokemon you're going to encounter to, like, pick the right one to go with you. I mean, it doesn't matter that much, but it, it's easier to knock them out to move on to the stage. And it's very hard to get grade A's. Either I'm super bad or it, I'm doing something wrong or I haven't learned all the tricks of the game, but I get, like, grade B or grade C on everything, and it's frustrating. Probably a, a speed factor. Yeah, I thought it was a speed factor too, but I think it's a point factor. So even mm. though you can like go through it really fast with super effectives, I think they want you to like build the troze. A troze is when you clear the whole screen. Mm. I think they want you to keep clearing the screen and like trying to carry a clear screen into a new clear screen and like doing a huge chain, which is extremely difficult. Like clearing one screen is pretty easy, but then to like do it again is a little difficult. Set up giant combos and things. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so and- folks, I... So Steve mentioned Who's That Pokemon. <laughs> I ended up on Who's That Pokemon Wikipedia page. And then I scrolled down to Errors in Who's That Pokemon. And... If you talk about the movie one. In... Uh, this is advanced. Gen- so this is like Gen three, episode eighteen of Advanced Generation. It's a who's that Pokemon of Centret, but Centret doesn't have a face. I'm scrolling down. The page. Wait, it I'm just like reveals this. his body. Yes, I put the link in the Skype shit. So I just want everyone listening to this, if you are able. And not supposed to be doing work or something. 
to get into to our look, Skype chat. Oh my god, it's amazing! It is amazing. <laughs> Advanced Generation Episode 18 on Bulbapedia. I think you just put AGO18 and scroll down, and there's a faceless Sentra just right there. How does that happen? Like, does it. Sometimes you forget. Sometimes, like, faces are hard to remember. Animation, you know, things like that. I'm just. I'm not really good with faces. So sometimes I forget them. I feel like you just <laughs> grab a PNG and then you drop it in and you're good to go. It's centric. It's centric of your nightmares. Do they, do they still do who's that Pokemon in the regular anime? They do, yep. Okay, because my first thought was like, I wonder if they stopped doing that on the Japanese version. And this was just like the American uh, dubbers and they were just like, ah, who really cares? Oh, I- do you remember that one time that Jesse and James called a Scyther and Alakazam? No one cares! <laughs> in, like, uh, I think they do um, something different in Japan for it, and it's like always been different, like a little uh, more complicated. It's some sort of quiz or something. That'd be more fun. In, uh, in one of the... Because you know, the Unova series is on Netflix, and mm-hmm. I can't remember which one, but one of the ones in Unova, they said, Who's that Pokemon? And they got it like completely wrong. They just said the wrong name and showed a different Pokemon. Oh, whoops. And it was in the later half of the episodes. I want to say it was like the episode after the Trubbish episode. Um, which, by the way, the anime makes Trubbish like look super adorable, but he's just a bag of garbage. <laughs> but like little kids love Trubbish and love to hug him. And it's a funny episode. <laughs> You go through the black and white. Uh, I think the same day that like uh, you were blowing up Twitter with uh, going through starting black and white, I started going through Indigo League. So we're on different wavelengths. Yeah, I obviously the obvious choice was to go to Indigo League, but I was like, I've I've seen Indigo League, and I yeah. should give black and white a chance. And I'm glad I did give black and white a chance. And I'm and I'm, I'm going to watch Black and White. It's I just good. wanted to start with Indigo League. Yeah, it's 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 good. If like it's I would I would say it's almost better than Indigo Indigo League because there are less fillers and Ash actually catches Pokemon, and mm. uh, the Ash actually battles quite a bit. So that's always good. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's. Let's take a quick break. I think we have uh, just like two new- two news articles left. Like I said, this is a very news-heavy show. And uh, uh, we'll take a quick break, and we will come back and talk about some more Pokemon. Back from our break to bring you more things Pokemon. All things Pokemon, all the time. All the things. Except for when I go on a rant about Will Wheaton. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully he's still listening, because if he is still listening, I can tell him about the Spring Regional Championships. Oh, man. Oh, man. They're coming up fast. Uh, So let let me read the dates so I can bore all of you guys. You live in Georgia. That's gonna mm-hmm. be April fifth and sixth. TCG both days. Video games only the sixth. Mm-hmm. If you live in Kansas, 
April yeah. 5th and 6th. Oh. TCG both days. Video mm. games only April 6th. Wow. Seattle, Washington is going to uh-huh. take place April 5th and 6th. You don't say. TCG both days. Huh. The video game only I guess just the 6th. It is. Yeah, just the, just the 6th. Uh-huh. Uh, Massachusetts. I can't. Ma- no. I think that's Massachusetts. That would be that would be correct. Um, huh. Let me tell you the dates: April fifth mm-hmm. and sixth. Yeah. <laughs> TCG. Both, so both days. And uh, so I'm guessing that the VGC is just the sixth. <laughs> you, you are not mistaken. <laughs> so uh, why are we reading all of these? Oh, hold on. Oh wait, wait. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. About an hour away from where I live. Probably. Right. W- probably I. I hate Madison. Let me just play that. <laughs> Madison is one of the places I despise in Wisconsin. I despise a lot of Wisconsin. Madison's up there as being probably the place I hate the most. <clears throat> but that's going to be April 12th and 13th, the same weekend as Midwest oh. Gaming Classic. Oh, uh-huh. That What's, that it is. That, that that might cost you some uh, some visitors there, Steve. But here's the thing. Uh, uh, uh. Madison is awful. <laughs> Not only is Madison awful, but TCG players are the worst. <laughs> so it's okay if they don't come. <laughs> uh, but we might lo- we might lose a lot of delightful video game players because the video games will be April thirteenth only. Steve, you remember that time you pressured me into playing the TCG, and I dropped like two hundred bucks on a deck, and then the day after I finished, it was like, well, heart. Gold Soul Silver cycled out. Your main card is dead. Yeah, well, welcome to the heartbreak of trading card games. It's the worst. Tell, tell me about Utah, Steve. Uh, I'll tell you about Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah, to be exact. That is going to be April SLC. April 12th and 13th. TCG both days. Video games only the 13th. Uh, so if if you wanted to attend quite the amount of spring regionals, Actually, if you are like in the Kansas, Illinois area, you're pretty close to both Kansas and Madison. So you could spend two weekends at both. Uh, but it looks like you're gonna only be, only going to be able to go to two regionals. Madison. Two weekends of Pokemon. Two weekends of Pokemon PCG. Uh, so that is, if, if you forgot the dates, it is on PokemonPodcast.com. Um, now, for the video game events, you need a copy of Pokemon X or Pokemon Y. What? And, you know, can't bring blue? You can't bring blue. You can't bring your emerald version. Uh, you also need a copy of a... Th- you also need a Nintendo 3DS or 2DS. Those are both legal. Um, and uh, apparently, if you finish top, you will not only receive booster packs, but you will get a trophy, and you will get a stipend from a pool of nearly... $200,000 in travel allowance. See, they make it sound big, but really, I believe if you win, you get $1,000 if you're under 18. And I think if you're over 18, you only get like $500 for traveling, if I'm not mistaken. Because you get $1,000 for a parent, so you, you right. and your parent can go. But yeah, I don't think any of us are going to any regionals. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I've never gone to a region. I don't. I don't know. If it, I live in a. I live in Michigan, and so Spoiler. it's much easier. 
spoiler? Like, is that something that they were going to, like, figure out at the end of the episode? <laughs> like, they're just sitting at the end of, end of their seat, just like, oh, where does Travis live? I need to know. It's going to be the big cliffhanger, I know. Spoiler alert, I live in Michigan. <laughs> and so it's much easier just to go to the the national tournament in Indianapolis than it is to go like the next closest one is probably like Madison, right? Yeah, I think Madison's gonna be the closest to you. And then yeah, you have to cross no the bridge and bring us fudge and all that stuff, and yeah, it's too much of a hassle. Do they have fudge in Mi- Michigan? Mackinac Island, dude. Mackinac Island, dude. Macadamian Island. There's the okay best fudge in the world. So you know that like I thing feel like, that's I feel like ab- Belgium would disagree. <laughs> you know that thing that's above Michigan? Like it's just sort of there. The, the thing the top that's part of apparent, Michigan. The thing that should be Wisconsin. Apparently they say that's the upper peninsula of Michigan and it's still a part of Michigan. I'm still not convinced. <laughs> but um if you go either to what is it, St. Ignace, that's right on the other side of the bridge there. I think so. I don't know. Or uh, Mackinac City, you can take a little boat and it'll take you to this island that is in Lake Huron. And pretty much everything that happens there is fudge related. <laughs> and it is the greatest fudge on the planet. The cool thing is you, you're not allowed to have a car there. So like there's just bikes everywhere and lots of horse poop. Because there's horse-drawn carriages. There's so you're saying which is perhaps not carriages. the most appetizing thing in the presence of all that fudge. But fudge, yeah, yeah. It's a weird spot, Mackinac Island. So you're saying it's, a lot the, of- it's actually the location that Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> the volcano is is a is a common tourist attraction. With the Charizard waiting in the lava, right? Right, and then there's the egg of the Moltres. We all we all know how it goes. We all we all know that island. We all might not know that our delightful website, PokemonPodcast.com. Um, a Charmeleon and a Vulpix having a good time. <laughs> I don't even know. I think you're you're not wrong, Walter. Yeah. Um. So. We ran a new exclusive called Mega Mondays. Mega mm-hmm. Monday. Mega Mondays. Because there will be multiple. And uh, this was put together by a couple people. But this week's article was written by Mitchell. And it is about Heracross. And in case you didn't know, Travis, there is a Mega Heracross. What? <laughs> <laughs> that there is. And uh, uh, there is a pretty sweet uh, competitive analysis about Mega Heracross, um, how his attack and defense increase and how he gets a skill link and what moves you should probably use with them and how you should pour your efforts into certain EVs and uh, some other stuff about yeah. it. It's a pretty in-depth and pretty big article. And pretty rad article. We plan on doing this every Monday, except for this Monday. I we we do have an article ready. I believe it's Mega. It's either Mega Gengar or Mega Agron. 
I want to make sure that when I said pretty rad article, that people don't think I said pretty bad article. (laughs) Uh, Either of those two are ready, but I wanted wanted them not to post it this week, so we could always be one article ahead. Mm -hmm. So we always have one in the cooker. That, That was my reasoning. Um, so we'll have a new Mega Monday next week, but uh, since we didn't have an episode last week, I wanted to make sure this Mega Monday didn't get skipped, since it's technically last week's Mega Monday. But if you like Heracross, or you're kind of curious about what Mega Pokemon you should use in battle, uh, this will be a good feature for you guys. Uh, we also have some really cool exclusive uh, artwork for these articles, and we're going to try to keep it that way. So when you come to read one of these articles we have our own artwork uh not just bulbapedia images um so this the heracross artwork is done by jeff feedy maybe i said his last name wrong but uh super feed feed jeff Mm -hmm. feed super talented guy uh his mega heracross is very detailed very amazing that's very cool um so even if you don't like to read we got some, I know I don't. We got some sweet pictures to look at. Um, what that, are your opinions on, on Mega Heracross, Stephen? Well, if I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take the show over. What good. do you think? I, I, I like Skilllink. Like, I, um, I, I wish that this had been a thing when I wrote the article for Skilllink back when we were doing Ability of the Week. Yeah. Um, at the time, I, I was singing the praises of Cloister, and I'm actually working on a Skilllink Cloister right now. Yeah. But this is a pretty sweet uh, candidate for, for skill link. Um, they say in the article is uh, five potential moves that take advantage of it, and that's apparently more than any other uh, yeah. Pokemon that can use it. So that's pretty sweet in and of itself. I think, <laughs> I think that Mega Heracross would have been fine as just a regular evolution, design-wise <laughs> and... And whatnot, but that's not really a complaint because I definitely like the way he looks. And not that I'm a competitive battler, uh, but it, pro- it really doesn't convince me to still use Heracross. Um, I would super slow. I don't. That's, I- what, that's why the um, the vacuum wave um, set that the per- that that Mitchell writes near the end is is very intriguing because you can get a moxie boost as a revenge kill and then that's a little more viable but you know you take one flying move and you're already done before you can do much would you wouldn't you run him in like a trick room or would he not survive you could, you could um but trick room is very very hard to pull off in singles um in doubles it's a different story doubles heracross would be Mega Heracross would be a lot more usable. Got it. I mean, I I do think he's cool looking, but that's it hasn't convinced me that Heracross is is on my list of Pokemon I want to use. Mm-hmm. Heracross is great though. Pincer Just... Pincer would be the the bug that really gets me. Do you, so you like Mega Pincer? I do. Oh, it's but terrifying I, looking I, though. I don't know how good he is, but I I, like I really him. like. I think Mega <laughs> Pincer is a, even though I like Heracross more as a Pokemon, I think Mega Pincer is. A, a better Mega Evolution than his Mega Heracross. We will have a Mega Pencil. Heard it here first. You heard it here first. Uh, so check out Mega Monday. Uh, we'll have a new one for you next week. Uh, we are also doing a new feature as well on Fridays called Fairy Friday. It's fairly 
Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and and this week's fairy was Klefki. One of the few Pokemon I can probably pronounce their name correctly. Uh, so again, kind of the same uh, same vein as Mega Monday. They do a competitive analysis about uh, your fairy Pokemon of the week. Uh, they do a strategy. They do a move set. Uh, there's also two different move sets to pick from. Uh, and then some other options, a little bit of history, a little bit of about the design. So just as good as Mega Monday. Um, I forget who wrote this article. It says it's me, but the, that's because the person who wrote it didn't have an account yet. So I did. Now, I was going to give you a lot of credit for your joke <laughs> in calling the swagger set Yo Swagga Swagga. <laughs> so now, I don't, now I don't know who to give credit for that joke. To whom... I should give joke credit here <laughs> for the fabulous joke, yo swagga swagga. <laughs> Not my joke. Uh, I will. Oh, I will get you oh. the. I will get you guys that name next week. Uh, <sighs> what are your What are your thoughts on Klefki? Klefki's an awesome Pokemon. I don't understand all the people that don't like it. I thought that was a really clever design that it steals keys. But I agree with your sentiment, Steve, that it should be like Spinda, where every time you encounter Clefgate, it has a different like set of keys. Yeah, I, I don't think that's too hard to pull off either. Yeah. So maybe, maybe in a future version we'll get that. But no, I, 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 th- I thought that was really clever. I saw, um, I can't if it was on Tumblr or, or Etsy. It, it, it's on Etsy regardless, but uh, there's a guy who's making Klefki key rings. Oh, wow. I did see that, yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, now, both these articles, Fairy Friday and Mega Monday, uh, we have just like two or three artists, and they are very busy at points. So uh, if any of our listeners, if you want to contribute art, uh, to any of these articles, uh, please feel free and uh, send me an email sbj at pokemonpod or at pkmncast.com. Uh, our site does actually get quite a bit of traffic, so uh, we will feature your art and then we would link back to either your Twitter or your Deviant art or whatever. So if you're like looking for commission stuff or you're just trying to get your art more out there, it's kind of a cool partnership if you want your art featured on our site and we would love to feature other people's pokemon i mean i can go to deviant art and pull your art and put it on the site and link back to it most people with deviant arts like they like that at least if you give them credit mm. um but i would rather give credit to artists who want their stuff to be featured so uh if you want your stuff on our site just uh let us know we can make it happen uh if you don't want to email me you can always uh, tweet at me at Pokemon Podcast, and uh, we can get back to you and do something. So whatever, whatever. Will you're an artist? I am an artist. You're probably always pretty busy, though. I feel like most artists are very busy. I I, I am always busy, but if you if you ever want anything, hit me up, and if I have time, I'll do it for you. Because cause Steve, you're my friend. We're <laughs> friends here. Don't, don't tell <laughs> Travis. Hashtag romance. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm like, um, I totally lost my train of thought. Will you made me giggle? <laughs> uh, let's see here. I feel like we had one more article, but I could be uh, the Twitch Gen Three. Twitch Gen Three, yes, Twitch Gen Three has started. Uh, they had a good start. They had uh, about twenty-five thousand to uh, thirty-five thousand people fluctuate for the first couple hours of uh, 
the Hoenn journey of Twitch Played Pokemon. I was driving to Minnesota at the time, um, and I didn't want to miss it. I knew it was going to go live at 7 p.m. Central Time. So I have, uh, in my car, I have an aftermarket stereo system. It's called App Radio 3. Uh, but what it does is it syncs with either your iPhone or your Android device, and uh, whatever's on your device can be streamed onto the display, which I think it's like a 6-inch display. So what I did is I uh, streamed Twitch Played Pokemon from my iPhone to my display, and it was playing while I was driving, which is probably very unsafe. But I didn't miss the first two hours of Twitch Played Pokemon. Um, for those of you that didn't see it, it was actually very funny um, because the creator forgot to take in consideration the L and R buttons. Uh-huh. So when the game started, they and Reddit has decided that they wanted to pick a girl this time. So the uh-huh. first challenge was to pick a girl, which they were able to do. So it was super exciting. Like me and Irene were like cheering in the car because they picked a girl. <laughs> Uh-huh. And they picked the default name, like, Camellia, I think, is one of them. Uh, I... I think that's one of them. And we were like, ugh, that name's not that good. But, like, okay, whatever. At least they picked the girl. And they're, like, in the little truck. I completely forgot in Emerald you, like, arrive in a moving truck. Yeah, you do. Which is actually really cool. So they're in the truck, and she gets out of the truck, and then all of a sudden the whole game resets. Oh, no. And we're right back at the beginning screen and they start, they hit new game and they start going through and they picked a guy this time. And we're like, no, like super funny that you guys were able to restart the game, but like, no, we were so close of getting a girl Mm -hmm. and they, uh, named the guy T. So right away, everyone was like, we're calling him Mr. T (laughs) (laughs) and that's going to be our journey. And I was like, okay, I can get on board with that. That's actually really cool. And then the game got reset again. And so we're back in the we're back in the beginning. We hit new game. Uh, they picked a girl. They were able to pick a girl again, and then they named her A. <laughs> uh, so right away, everyone jumped to A team. Like this is gonna be the A team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, at that point, the creator was able to disa- to disable the L and R button, which I think the L L R and start like reset the game. Right. Some button configuration. So at that point, we were safe. And then um, they spent the first two hours trying to actually get out of uh, Little Root. Is it called Little Root? Yeah, it sounds right. Um, Yeah, the first two hours was pretty much getting out of Little Root and saving Professor Birch, which is one of the worst professors ever. Can I just put that out there? (laughs) Like, at the beginning of the game, he's getting chased by a zigzagoon. Zigzagoon, whatever that thing is called. Level two. Come on, Professor Birch, get your stuff hey, together. Hey, I mean, clearly his sugar was low. He, he <laughs> is the chubbiest professor. He couldn't get away, and yeah. he's he's packing snacks. Clearly, but and and, and Zigzagoon's a raccoon. He's a scavenger. He's gonna want to get those snacks, Steve. He's I mean, gonna want to get those snacks. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Are we okay with Professor Birch now? All right, all right. What, what okay. Is, what is his specialty in the Pokemon world? I don't know. <laughs> Does anyone know which, this? Which one is he? Uh, I mean, He's I know which one he one. is. But I, I know which one he is, but I can't remember what his specialty is. Because there's... There, I'll just look it up. He Is he the breeding... Oh, no. He specializes in Pokemon habitats, habitats. and distribution. What? So... 
Is it? Is you know, it, I think I they just... Elmer's, Elm was breeding, isn't he not? Oh, I think you're right, because that's when it's in, introduced. And then that's when you get the egg from him. Yeah. And then Professor right. Oak invented the Pokedex? Was that a Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's all about evolution, too, right? Yeah. And then who's after Birch? Rowan. Oh, yeah. Isn't he another chubby guy? No, he's the old no. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the old guy. What's he specializing? Oh, no. Rowan is evolution. Oak is about, like, uh, make a relationship with your Pokemon. <laughs> uh, and then... I take pictures. What's after... <laughs> Wonderful. Juniper is next. Yeah. Which Did is, she have a specialty? Uh, it says Professor Juniper specializes in the origins of Pokemon and is the first main series Pokemon poster is female. Okay, and then uh, Professor Sycamore is specialty is good looks. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> Definitely good looks. Is his Mega? His is probably... Is it Mega? It's mega Evolution, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's researching Mega Evolution. Got it. Uh, what was I? Oh yeah, so they uh, for those of you not watching Emerald, they did end up picking Torchic. Uh, I was on the Mudkip bandwagon, but uh, that didn't go through. Can you imagine the ridiculous resurgence of the Mudkip joke, though, if they had yeah. picked Mudkip? My god. Yeah, but I actually do like Mudkip as a Pokemon. I think Swampert's <laughs> really cool. Although, you know what? The rival is probably going to fuel that, though, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen any encounters with the rival. I keep missing it. But uh, the funniest thing is they have three Puccinas on their team, <laughs> which is just fantastic. And they all just tackle and then die, and then the next one comes out. Uh, so that's, like, the great thing about Twitch Plays Pokemon is, like, stuff like this cannot write itself. It's so can, good. Can, can 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 we pretend that the Puchainas are 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 voiced by Whoopi Goldberg and 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 Cheech <laughs> and and the one just laughs all the time? Uh, they, that, can we do that? That joke has been made. Good, good. The, the, from the Lion King, the three yes. Right. yes. Yeah, that joke's everywhere, and it is phenomenal. <laughs> and before I left work today, which was a couple hours ago, they caught a fourth Puchina. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. It makes me like Puchina so much more now. So much more. Um, so if you haven't started watching Twitch Plays Pokemon Emerald version, we will probably continue talking about it. The only complaint I have with Twitch Plays Pokemon is I wish the creator would take more time off in between these. I, f- I feel like they would be... They're popular, no doubt, but they would be even more popular if I, f- I feel like if he would have taken like a month in between all of them. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that wasn't there more of a delay before Emerald than there was before Crystal? Yes. Uh, so Crystal was, I uh, want to say, like 36 hours in between. Mm. And then uh, Emerald was eight days. And They it, were playing, like, that dogs game, yeah. like dogs with a Z. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they played dogs. They played cats. They played hamsters. Uh, they played some Pokemon Pinball. Oh really? I, wait, how does that work? Uh you lose your ball every time. Yeah, that's well, first how that you works. get Steve and Aaron to make a pattern, and then they buy some arcade pieces. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they played pinball for a bit. I but I was told they played Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Oh, but I never saw that. I know they played dogs the longest. They played dogs for a while. 
Yeah, because people were. I think Dobbs was the kind of like the most popular because pinball didn't work at all, just mm-hmm. because. And Mystery Dungeon's way too complicated. Yeah, I don't think Mystery Dungeon lasted too long, but Dogs was pretty good. Um, it was it was <laughs> fun to watch Dogs. Uh, they they starved the dog actually. That's what ended up happening. <laughs> um, and then at one point they changed the language to like French. <laughs> for, for dogs, I saw a little bit of that. Chien, yeah, chins. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was super good. Um. That's pretty much all we have for today's episode. We can do a Pokemon of the Week. Uh, Will. Yes, sir. Let me put you on the spot. Which Pokemon would you like to have this week? Let's do Darumaka. Darumaka. That's a good poll. I'm training a Darumaka right now. He he was in the uh, anime recently. Well, in the Gen 5 anime, there was like two of them, and they kept stealing food from Ash. That sounds about right. (laughs) Also, they're like weebles. I learned this from the anime. If the anime taught me anything, it's that Darumaka is a weeble and cannot fall over. He can wobble. That's right. He won't fall down. Can't fall down. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, I'll I'll let you guys look up some cool things about him as I read read something from Bulbapedia here. What's the better read? Uh, oh, Darumaka is a round red Pokemon with an orange face and yellow curly eyebrows. It has three ovals on its abdomen and a curly yellow tail on its back. Its paws are orange and each have three digits. It's very, it has very warm droppings, which ancient people put in their clothes to keep themselves warm. <laughs> what? That's the Pokemon X Pokedex <laughs> entry. <laughs> now... Please tell me when they say droppings, they don't just mean poop. <laughs> I, uh, uh, you know well and good they do. You know that's what they mean. <laughs> when the flame how is, is not how is <laughs> how are every single person on the planet not talking about how people just take Daramakadong <laughs> and stick it inside of their clothes? <laughs> Um, what is going on on this planet (laughs) when the flame inside its body burns Darumaka is very active it cannot calm down in this state and thus becomes uncontrollable as the flame shrinks it it falls asleep (laughs) it can be tucked it can tuck in its arms and legs when it rests during that time it slightly sways while sleeping, it cannot be tipped over, no matter how much it's pushed or pulled, like a Tumblr doll. Not Tumblr the website, Tumblr the doll. Uh, <laughs> which it resembles in this state, it prefers to live in desert environments. I almost said it prefers to well, live in desert environments. For poop. For pooping. <laughs> uh, that is glorious. That is also its Pokedex entry. Um, oh. Did you know that if you get a shiny Darumaka, it's pink? It is. I just what saw What color that. is the yeah. poop of a shiny Darumaka? <laughs> Gold. <laughs> uh, there's only one <laughs> trivia thing about Darumaka. It is the slowest. It is the lowest special attack base of all fire-type Pokemon. Does that mean Flareon is better? Yeah. Look at that. The I mean, that makes sense because like its non-hidden uh, ability is sheer force, so... That's all about physical. Well, 
it's not necessarily about physical attacks. It's about um, it takes away the uh, uh, the, like the side effects. effects. Yeah, and and makes a thirty percent stronger. So for uh, Darmanitan. For Darmanitan, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're stuck with hustle and uh, until you get uh, to get it to evolve. So, so you're training uh, Darmaku Darmaka obviously for a Darmanitan. Yep, yep. I really want to do a sheer force Darmanitan. I had one on my Black Two Story team, uh, which I have now bred uh, to get this one, um, and. I knew that I wanted to do Sheer Force Darmanitan, and I also want to do a Skill Link Cloister, so I'm training both of those right now. Um, so I'm uh, actually doing a little... I know you didn't want to get too much into IVs and EVs and things like that, but uh, I'm doing some EV training um, south of uh, the town of the uh, with the Pokeball Factory, and there's a lot of uh, Weeping Bells and Bell Sprouts, and they give good attack IVs or EVs, so... Uh, Levere Town? Yeah, with the... With the, with the Fairy Tale. Yeah, yeah, with the with the fairy gem. Um, so well, I'm doing a lot of that. What uh, what moves do you plan on running on? Said, um, Pokemon. Definitely doing flare blitz and hammer arm. Um, and, and uh, I think uh, oh. has a really kind of limited learn set. It's weird. Um, it doesn't have a lot if, of good uh, TMs in Gen Six either. So flare blitz and hammer arm would not be affected by sheer force if you're thinking that they would. Yeah, they are. They're not. <laughs> Secondary <laughs> effects. They get removed. And the speed reduction. Yeah. Here's me judging you with a single click of my cheeks <laughs> against my teeth. Um, yeah, so it's only secondary effects that get removed by sheer force and hammer arm speed drop and flare blitzes. Flare blitz is totally affected by it. I'm looking at it on Bulbapedia right now. I don't believe you. <laughs> Because Flare Blitz has a chance to burn. So oh yeah, okay. Flare Blitz is yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What was the other one? Uh, you still take you still take the HP loss. Yeah, yeah. But hammer arm. Hammer, hammer arm. arm. Yeah, you got me on hammer arm. Yeah. What what was I thinking? I was thinking of a different one. I must have mixed it up with a different uh, move in his yeah. in his set at some point. Superpower. Uh, is that a thing? No, uh, superpower is still giving me the same problem. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I had rock slide. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, um, and then, and it's weird because like it doesn't have a lot of good. I'm training it for physical moves, um, and it doesn't have a ton of good physical moves that would also get the benefit. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm considering either U-turn or Roar for for no real reason, just as a, just to fill in the fourth slot. Mm-hmm. Um, what item are you gonna do, Life Orb? Um, I was thinking of Muscle Band. I've got Life Orb on my um, on my uh, Hydreigon right now. The cool thing about Sheer Force is that it actually negates the HP loss from Life Orb. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you get the benefit of Life Orb. I, I'm not sure if that's I still... I need to go back and read my own article. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of these are just abilities that I've wanted to try since having written the yeah. articles before back in the day. That's why I'm making a skill like Cloister. So who's going to make a Cloister? <laughs> you know? Does... <laughs> not to get too off topic, but does anyone use the psychic state of Darmanitan? Is that a thing? I, I have never seen anyone use it. it. I feel like Aaron was a big fan of it uh, right when Gen 5 came out, but... but not, not, not viable in a competitive scene? I mean, it's just... it's Not only do you have to build a set around it, like you have to have like a psychic move on there, a special psychic move on there, but it and only you, activates... You drop below 
Right, it only activates in the situations where you're below 50% and you're still going to be faster, like, fast enough to deal the dam, like, to deal the damage. Like, once you're at below 50%, like, you're done, because you're not going to be faster than anything, so... You're done for... Yeah. I mean, you have the one shot, like, after you take the attack that brings you down to 50, then you use it, but at that point, you might as well just stay physical and... Yeah. Got it. Choice scarf, sheer force. It's a fun time. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all we got for today's show. Anything else from you guys? I'm just trying to find a replacement for hammer arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure this Travis Parker or whatever. <laughs> Travis, I, look, I'm not even going to go back to the website and figure out Travis Porter. I'm just going to make sure that <laughs> that he knows exact. He knows his place, and his place is writing these articles <laughs> and not taking my spot on the show. <laughs> you don't want to end up like me. <laughs> you don't want to end up like Will. So good. Um, if uh, if you guys jump over to PokemonPodcast.com, uh, we have a bunch of articles we just talked about today. Uh, if you're curious, uh, if you want to contribute artwork, let me know. If you want to see us or hang out with us, we are going to be at the Midwest Gaming Classic April 12th and 13th uh, in Brookfield, Wisconsin, which is right next to Milwaukee. And if uh, you're in the Chicago area, the two weeks afterwards, uh, at the end of April, we will or I will be at C2E2 uh, speaking. I will be there Saturday, but I will be speaking on Sunday as well. So if you want to find me on the show floor, I will be walking around probably spending a lot of money. Uh, other than that, I think that's all we have for you to guys today. Travis, where can they find you? Twitter.com slash WTravisW. And Will with one L. Where can they find you? Uh, so many places, Steve. So many places. Um, DeviantArt, Tumblr, Twitter. Uh, I really want more followers on my Instagram, so look for me on Instagram. Everything is under where there's a will with one L. Um, and also where there's a will.com. There you go. There you go. You can follow me on Twitter at DraggingALake. You can follow the show on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. You can also do the same for both YouTube and Google+. It is pkmncast. And uh, if you haven't done so, you can leave us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. I know we have some reviews we have to read out for you guys, so I have not forgotten about that. I uh, just uh, wanted to get you a bunch of content in this episode since we missed last week. Um, thank you, Travis. Thank you, Will. I'll see you in another 50 episodes. Another 50. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Dun, dun, dun.